Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 266. And we were supposed to have a guest, but he seems temporarily absent. So, good evening everybody. The nights are drawing in, our clocks went forward. All of a sudden it was pitch black again, going to work in the morning. How pleasant it was to actually sit down, have an evening and have a nice blue sky. What were then, then? You've seen a nice blue sky recently. You were telling me you've had your window open. Yeah, it was raining. <laughs> you never mentioned that. It was too hot. This apartment, even with the radiators off, averages about 24 Celsius, which is too warm for home. I'm somebody who's comfortable at 16. <laughs> Also bear in mind that the window is double panelled with about 20-25 centimetre gap, about 10 inches, between each panel, and each panel is triple glazed. Well, they take their insulation seriously. When you get winters at minus 35, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Finns are obsessed with licorice, and a specific form of licorice called salmiaki, which has the consistency and approximate flavour of road tar. Get your money's worth then. Insanely high in sodium, I mean, if you're of even slightly high blood pressure, you shouldn't go near the stuff. And you can get salmiaki ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to ice cream. Nothing fancy. I mean, Neapolitan were fancy when I were a kid. It was, wasn't it? And you'd argue over who'd have what. Invariably, what you would get, depending on how expensive a block you bought, the colours weren't divided on the short side. The colours were always divided on the long side, so you got one-third of a block of, what were it, raspberry, strawberry? Strawberry. One-third of a block of vanilla and one-third of a block of chocolate. Wouldn't it have saved a lot of arguments that they'd just done it the long way? Yeah. No sign of errant guest. He's gone green. He hadn't replied yet. Oh dear, and I was hoping he'd join the resistance. Well, I can't make an English joke. Well, you can make one, but I wouldn't understand the reference over there if it's not a joke. Fair enough. Yep, right then, this week's episode, since we haven't actually mentioned it. Yep. Stargate Atlantis Submersion. Underwater, drilling rigs, aliens, body possession, bit of everything. Should be good. Do you want to say anything pre-countdown? Pre-countdown. Just the usual, Region 2 DVD copy. Runtime 41 minutes 47 seconds, if you want to watch the episode while we comment on it. We'll set that 000, the black screen. And in a rare break from the norm, I have watched this. Not yeah. not three hours ago, while we were having dinner, which were fish, chips and beans. Classic. Well, I, I've discovered I brought my automatic can opener purely on a whim. <laughs> Sorry? I don't understand, I don't understand automatic can openers. I mean, lazy sods. Because I bought five consecutive can openers from three different stores, and they all broke after two cans. Well, they're not very good can openers, then, are they? I went to every available store within a five-mile radius. <laughs> OK. I imagine an electric can opener is ideal for a tin of corned beef because they are made to withstand bullets. Actually, I didn't have it assembled properly because I took it out and the guy who put my bed together took a look and said, oh, no, you need to put this here and this here. And I discovered then, apparently, I hadn't assembled it properly. <laughs> Boy, did we go off topic. Yeah, well, <laughs> I needed that. Can openers and meat pies. <laughs> I want one of them now. Specificmedia.com presents Beyond the Wall, a Game of Thrones podcast. Did I sound like I was blushing? 
You sounded like you were question. Because I was talking about swallowing? No, I just want to stand on top of the wall and piss off the edge of the world. Had <laughs> it, I'm fixing it both. No, you know, you could have done it by now. <laughs> porn. porn. Peter Dinklage porn. <laughs> Damn. You can't just say, oh, I've got Instead something else. Instead of drunk PG, we have juvenile PG. You just can't, you can't no, you do can't. 115 tug. What is it really supposed to stand for, PG? It's just the number I got when I signed up for Google Plus. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. But you said you weren't going to watch it. We weren't going to, but we did for you. I thought it would have been good if you hadn't watched it. Well, you should have said so. Oh, good. You're not watching it. That'll be great. <laughs> not your mother's Game of Thrones podcast. Unless your mother is Cersei Lannister, of course. To find out more... Visit specficmedia.com. I think I finally found the bar that my Finnish friend Yeri considers to be the heaven of all chocolate. It's called Yap. J-A-P-P. Because it wouldn't be Finnish unless it had two consonants in a row. I'm listening to the Martian. What do you think of R.C. Bray's performance? I think they've got the voice right. He does a passable English woman's accent. <laughs> I think he has the... He imbues the attitude of Watney. To me, he really brought the character to life, but I hadn't read the book, so I didn't have an internal monologue for it. Yeah. You did, so your impression may be different. But I admit, I was seriously impressed. Okay then, ready to go. The video is queued up. Give us a countdown. Okay. A three, a doe, a hane. Clicky. Previously on Stargate Atlantis. Ah, from Gift. Yep. You have some race DNA. My father told people that it was a gift. This is where we learn that a race scientist has been experimenting on Taylor's people to make them more, was it edible or something? More tasty. Taylor might be able to tap into this race psychic network? Of course, he didn't. Oh, God, look at... Yeah, he's looking look. very young, stubbly, isn't he? It hasn't been that long, has it, though? <laughs> you do this if I didn't think it could potentially provide us with some vital information. Look at him, the mad scientist at work. Was that the bit where you, you were saying, yeah, that's the one you were questioning commitment to the Hippocratic Oath? He's, he's happy. He'll stick anybody with Carson. You are all so pathetic. Listen Rachel loves the opportunity to act like this. Ooh, how very Jerry Anderson. <laughs> you know, when the camera goes quest. in. Yeah, it does sort of... Uh, <laughs> I wonder if it's Zebra Hamash. But they did bubble happily about the water effect. Yeah, as we know, they've got an in-house graphics effect studio for Stargate. But most of the special effects for this episode were done by Rainmaker Studios, who are experts at the water effects. Hmm. Don't know why I have to do this. They don't know where this drilling station is exactly, so why didn't they just send one jumper down with a pilot before they sent the whole expedition down? What? Nobody said anything. You don't have to, do you? Look, it's not my fault. Things are hard to find on the bottom of the ocean. Rodney... You said you knew what it was. I said I knew its last known location. It is a mobile drilling station, remember? Gotta wonder, why are they sending so many of the senior command staff on one potentially dangerous mission? Yeah, Elizabeth don't need to go, Ronan doesn't need to go. There's more than one person that can pilot a jumper, so John doesn't need to go. Hmm. I know <laughs> the story probably wouldn't work unless most of the main cast were there. Well, Rebecca hadn't blown up the previous episode. That... <laughs> yeah, they got over that quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Dr. Graydon. Yeah. Michael Tails, Canadian actor. Smallville, L word. First wave, Battlestar, Millennium. 
I'm full of Rodney, can't even remember the chap's name. I don't hear Grayson complaining. Uh, it's uh, Graydon uh, with a D. What? You sure? It's, it's... <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no, no, because I could have sworn that the guy I wanted for your department was called Grayson, because I remember thinking Dick Grayson, Bruce Wayne's ward. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is Rodney. He just doesn't think there's no ounce of... Empathy? Or just common courtesy, man management. You know, you're his boss. I'm telling you, Rodney's a classic Aspie. I was preoccupied thinking about the geothermal drilling platform. Elizabeth <laughs> well, wants even listening to her in a world of her yeah. own. Just tune them out. There, and I'm getting some readings a couple hundred feet ahead. If we did manage to find an alternate and potentially limitless power supply, well, that would make even this insufferably long search seem worthwhile. I was expressing piloty things in meters today on IRC, and one of the guys responded, take your metric measurements out of aviation. <laughs> Why do they need to power up the station? It's not like there's a cable running back to Atlantis. Can it beam power or what? Yes, it can supply power to Atlantis if required. How? By a very big, long cable. Yeah. All I gotta do is dock this thing and we can find out what this place is all about. I never realised the jumpers were that bloody big. They've got bigger as they... Oh, hello. <laughs> oh. Guests are arriving. Take out. <laughs> no... Well, yeah. Right then, Submersion, Season 3, Episode 18 of Stargate Atlantis, Gatecast Episode 266. This episode was directed by Brenton Spencer, written by Ken Kupras. Had its world premiere in Canada, January the 22nd, 2007. We got it in the UK, February the 28th. The Americans, June the 8th. Sweden got it December the 7th. The Germans, February the 13th, 2008, and Japan, February the 18th, 2009. Unfortunately, I could only find one show with an episode of the same name, and that was Baywatch. I then spent <laughs> the next 10 minutes watching slow motion footage of women running along the beach. It was hypnotic. But then David Hasselhoff came off, so I switched off and went and did something yeah, else. Yeah, generally referred to as beach <laughs> And we are back. Now, this is quite a nice-looking command centre. Isn't it? Very fancy console. Yeah, you just know something horrible is going to happen to it. <laughs> All systems are online and functioning at full capacity. You mean we're generating power already? Well, no. No, no, but we probably could if we wanted to. No, slow down. The ancients abandoned this project for a reason. Let's try to find out what that reason might be before we start drilling into the planet's crust. Yes, well, fair enough. Or maybe they didn't abandon it, they just got sidetracked by the fact that the Atlantis were going to get blown up. They were at a war of extinction? Yeah. And this, I mean, it's probably one of the main sets, but just by doing different panelling on the walls. I really do like the look of that. Have we not been down this hallway before? Every corridor looks the same. I think there's a dig here. Yeah, that, that's got to be a dig. I mean, <laughs> that's not, they didn't mention it in the commentary, but that's got to be a dig at the set. Yeah. It's no secret that Stargate SU-1 and Atlantis, they've got about three main corridors and they just turn the camera around and walk down the other way and look, a new corridor. Yeah. Pretty deep underwater. I cannot be certain, but I believe it is on board the drilling platform. See, this is something I didn't understand. They should implicitly trust Taylor at this point. No ifs, no buts. She's not exactly herself when it comes to race. Yeah, but she's never been wrong about this, though, has she? We did a complete life science scan. It was the first thing we did when we stepped aboard this station. Look, I promise you, there is nobody here but us. No, Rodney. 
And I'm sensing it even closer now. Well, maybe it's the pressure. It's been known to do things to the mind. Just humor me and check again. I mean, McKay here. I mean, he's just 110% Rodney here. Condescending, arrogant. There. All of these life signs have been accounted for. Yeah, come on, Elizabeth. You're the boss. Wraiths don't show up on life signs detectors if they're hibernating. I know what I'm sensing. There is no wraith here, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I cannot shake this feeling. I trust her. As opposed to irrefutable fact. Your machines don't know everything. I never said that they did. There is a way for me to be sure. They pointed out this was their haunted house episode. And you kind of get yeah. in this here now where somebody's saying, this is perfectly safe. And everybody else is going, I don't think we should be staying here overnight. Famous last words. <laughs> of course it's safe. It's perfectly safe. <laughs> Logic. Like they said in the commentary, that does look good. Mm. That is a seriously good 3D model. He's a bit disrespectful, isn't he? Well, that's what I mean. They have evidence that Taylor knows what she's doing when it comes to this. I mean, the last time she did it, at least they strapped it down to a bed just in case. And shouldn't she be wearing socks? So then boots if she's not wearing... Well, she's gone out of full lotus position. See, everything's going to be all right. You can tell by the creepy camera angle. <laughs> Spooky music as well. They did mention the music. Given how many times the Stargate episode overruns, it's interesting to see that they left this very long and slow pace scene in. Build the suspense. Look, hesitation. You can see it clearly now. Yes, nothing wrong here. Of course, there's not. Move along. Nothing to see. But there's nothing there. It's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. No reason to be sorry. Perhaps it was the effect of the pressure at this depth. Well, if you've ever seen the abyss, pressure can make. It I think we've always said it. We like how this franchise is quite happy to reflect pop culture. I mean, this is the abyss, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, just because John mentions it. What? They're on a drilling platform at the bottom of the ocean. There's a, an alien ship nearby. Yeah, that, that's not like the abyss at all. Well, didn't John mention the Abyss? Or has he not mentioned it yet? He just mentioned it. That's why okay. I am mentioning it. Either way, or either way. John and Elizabeth, the shippers go wild. Or not, as the case may be. That was weird. Well, we are at the very bottom of the ocean. Maybe you're right. Taylor's just experiencing the effects of the pressure. Hopefully not as bad as that guy in the Abyss. There shouldn't be effects of the pressure. This is an ancient platform which is maintaining proper ambient. They even commented that the bubbling is audible in the soundtrack. It is. Oh. Maybe not on... Oh, I heard it. Have I not? <laughs> no, but this is. <laughs> Has my silence made you uncomfortable? Yeah. Hey, oh, she's coming on to you, mate. <laughs> Watch it, there's something wrong here. Your friendship is very important to me. Brace yourself, lad. Yeah. Brace yourself. I would hate to do anything that made you uncomfortable. Okay. Well, I'm good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's just make sure. That's vicious. Three kicks in as well. In the boots, a still toe cap boots. Yeah. And that you see a lot in the wraith. The little tilt of the head before they move, as if they're following the head rather than just 
acting independently. Insect or bird, like. Yeah. Praying mantis, I think, is what it reminds me of. Again, another fancy control panel, slightly different to what we see in the city. Yeah, but it doesn't look like the buttons actually push. No. <laughs> Mm -mm. Rodney, what's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? We just lost the lights. What? Yeah, what are you doing, Rodney? You're supposed to be monitoring these things. Huh. You're right. Yes, we can see that. <laughs> yeah, th thank you. Sensors are currently offline. Zelenko, what are you doing? Uh, what do you mean, what am I doing? Have you lost power where you are? No? Have you? No. That's it. Blame Radic. Hmm. What's going on? No, this station has been lying idle down here for a few millennia. We're bound to blow a few fuses. Look, I'll have power back online in a minute. Just hang tight. Of course, blame Radic. It's not like it could possibly be Rodney's fault. Says that Rodney has ever made a mistake when interacting with this technology. No matter how you look at it, this is suspicious. It's so selective. And they've lost communications as well. The alarm should be going off. Mm. Yeah, but the alarms went off, it'd be a short episode. It's quite surprising. You would have thought even a, a Wraith Queen would have this amount of expertise with Atlantean systems. It's probably fortunate it was already activated. <laughs> it's an auxiliary control area search grid six. It's the deck that Ron and Taylor were exploring. Yeah, we'll meet you there. Okay, Davidson. It's uh, Dickinson. Yeah, well, I was in the ballpark. Just give me a break here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't doing it. ...of our people within the drilling platform. Sir, grade done. You go with them. Dr. Dickinson, no old Johansson. Been in Supernatural, human target, 4400. The old words like an arrow. Not in this much longer. She's got big feet, judging from that small graphic. Mm. <laughs> Behind you. There you are. Yes, Rodney. Oh. <laughs> Crystals. As you said, the music really does make a whole lot of difference in this episode because there's so much where there is only the music. Not wearing very subtle, wear it. No, could easily just taken them. Oh yes, let's race towards the gunfire. You see, Rodney is sensible. Yes, not a hot tub. I imagine that water's pretty cold. You'd have thought that they would have checked if the actress could bloody swim before they cast her. Well, she plays the Wraith Queen. She has always played all the Wraith Queens. Andy Frizzle, of course. Eight appearances on Atlantis. It was impressive though, basically what she she held herself under the water for what about twenty eight seconds? Twenty twenty five seconds was it? And the fact that it was one take. Yeah. Mostly because the makeup couldn't stand up to it anymore. This is the end of the day, this is the only take we're gonna get. We got time to do it again. What? Why? Okay, until we know what's going on, I'd like everyone in one place. What, there isn't a force field between him and the control room? Apparently not. Yeah, selective force fields to slow the plot down in certain areas. This is Elenka. Someone has just activated emergency force field throughout the station. Can you make it back to the control room? Yes, I think so. Do it. That doesn't make any sense. What's she doing? 
and Elizabeth go back to the control room. Ronan and I are going to check up on Taylor. Be careful. No kidding. Ronan's not going to get beat up by a girl again. <sighs> I'm myself again. What, what am I doing? Where am I? Why have I got a gun? Why isn't it not cocked, is it? It's empty, actually. It's just right not back. Yeah. Taylor's thinking she hasn't woken up feeling like this for a long time. Drop it. Yeah, it's dangerous if you throw it at him. John! That's it, don't rush to her. Hold your ground. What the hell's going on? I do not know. In fact, if you had a Zat blaster, let's talk about it later. And we will keep using these tracking shots of the mm. drilling platform as often as we can. Because that's bloody expensive to do. <laughs> this is going to take a while. Can we contact Atlantis? The station's communication system is just gone. I can't even patch it. She's blown the control crystals and shut down half the power to the station and set up a series of emergency force fields. She did quite a lot in a few minutes. Mm. We should hire her and get rid of Rodney. And? And nothing. There's no memory of anything that happened in the last hour. <laughs> doesn't recall kneeing Ronan in the nuts either. He hasn't forgotten, but <laughs> she has. Efforts on internal sensors and disabling the force fields that are cutting us off from the jumper. Given what happened in the gift, I mean, it should be obvious what happened to them. Oh, does she? Can you trust her? Elizabeth, I'm so sorry. Don't worry about that. How are you feeling now? I'm fine. Good to hear of the damage I caused and yet to have no memory of my actions. Trust her about as far as she can throw Ronan. Although in light of recent evidence... Which is quite far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dropkick him quite uh, a long way. Most powerful mind I have ever encountered. Well, you haven't encountered that many, to be honest. I tried to shut her out. Her? Yes. I believe this Wraith is a queen. I hate queens. <laughs> I'd live there by Joe. You forget, if anybody's going to survive uh, on a down cruiser, it's going to be the Queen. Of course. But why would there be a Queen on a cruiser? Seems a bit unusual, that does, from what we know about him. My next memory is of Colonel Shepard and Rona aiming their weapons towards me. So there is a wraith aboard the drilling platform. You know, if that were the case, why'd she use Taylor to do all that damage? And why didn't the life science detector pick up a signal? Doesn't matter. If she's here, I'll find her. We'll find her. It is really, it does really matter. <laughs> the fact that she's here is only half the story. Here's the thing, though. I mean, I, I have to say, the commentator's understatement of the century, Ronan doesn't like Wraith. I know, take it to one of the force fields and keep throwing her at it, eventually it'll come down. Dickinson, any progress on disabling those force fields? Like, I'm getting indications that some of them are going up and down. You think? <laughs> Where could you possibly get that impression? One of these days, I'm just going to call him Dr. McCoy. I'd love to be there for that. Well, the next time he calls me Grayson. <laughs> Actually, I know a Grayson. Oh, brilliant. There really is a Grayson? Yeah. He's a damn good scientist, too. I'm surprised McKay didn't hire him. This must make him feel even worse. Did you do that? I don't know. But I'm happy to take credit for it. Check it out. Yeah. They meant to hire somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. They haven't been assigned to Atlantis very long because you don't go wandering around like this. And why haven't they been warned that there's a potential danger? It's almost as if Elizabeth's just keeping it to herself. 
<laughs> yeah, following the footprints. Nothing wrong here. What could possibly harm me? Again. <laughs> Classic Three. horror. Behind you. Behind you. <laughs> Hello. We may not be seeing Dr. Graydon again. Well, we might be seeing someone in Dr. Graydon's uniform. <laughs> Underwater? Look, who knows? Taylor's spidey sense works for miles. Look, are the external sensors up and running? Uh, yes, they're operational, but they're designed to scan the ocean floor. Doesn't matter. Coleman, take a look at the drilling platform's external sensors, see what you turn up. What am I looking for? Anything. He gets her name right. Yeah, because she's female. That could be it. How are you feeling? He's at least taken notice of her. My memory is equally sexist. I generally remember women's <laughs> names, but guys who introduced to me five seconds later, I'm like, uh, sorry, what was that again? A wraith queen's mind is extremely powerful, Taylor. You know that better than I do. Still. They mentioned that this episode was running about three minutes short, so this scene was written and filmed to uh, add it out a little. If you hadn't done what you did, who knows what could have happened? It works well. Both these characters play off each other very well. At least now we know what we're dealing with. Mm. If anything, I should thank you. I certainly don't blame you. I would like to help them find her. Taylor, there is no risk. I don't know that. Well, that's reasonable when you, can, you think about it. Would I be alone and unarmed? <laughs> Would I be alone with you if I did? Well, yes. Circumstances have dictated that. Again, we've seen it happen. She has been in telepathic contact with Wraith on a high tip. Mm. She has seen things, given them intel that have helped. There's no ifs or buts about it. Linking with a wraith mind, but if it's even remotely possible, that she was only able to control me because I opened my mind to her. Ah, the eyes. <laughs> yeah, not exactly happy with the situation. If I choose to do so again, I will be ready. Taylor, I know you want to help. I do. The best way for you to do that is allow Ronan and Colonel Shepard to find her. Oh, and by the way, Commander of the base. As you wish. Replies Wesley, the farm boy. And speaking of which, if anybody hasn't actually seen The Prince's Bride, you should do so. Fantastic movie. Oh, been a while since we've seen that. Yeah, let's separate. That's a good idea. about time. I was beginning to think you'd gotten lost. Doesn't he notice the footsteps are different? Hello. No, he hasn't. Oh! <laughs> that's good acting for a FaceTime into something invisible. If you can hear me, please. Who am I talking to? What's your location? John doesn't even recognize the people under his command. You have any men unaccounted for? Two guys I just sent back to the jumper. I think they're in trouble. Can you get those force fields down? We're working on it. This isn't really a good episode for John Allrod. No. Management to the people, the personnel. Yeah, the kind of father, the red shirt. Colonel Shepard, Taylor is certain the Wraith is aboard the station. Understood. <laughs> yeah, we had numerous personnel radio in and screaming. It is a bit suspicious. <laughs> John, John actually slows down. You're not stupid. McKay! 
Ronan, not so smart. Yep, they say that they didn't morph his face, they just had him run into cellophane. Well, it probably saved him a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, there we go. This is a bright idea. The jumper sensor should be able to locate them. Nice use of green screen to make the jumper bay look a little bit bigger. Come on, John, you know somebody's watching you. It shouldn't look normal from the back. No, it shouldn't, because the neck would be gone. Yeah, the hair, the hair, was, hair has still got pigment in it. That's normally all drained out as well. Crane's dead. Fed upon. What about Dickinson? But of course, they needed the body to look right to maintain the illusion, and then you get well, not scared to be honest with you, but <laughs> Shepard, Shepard, come in. You're in a little area with only one entrance and exit. Mm. You're trapped. Hello, you are Shepard, the one who can fly this ship. You will return me to the surface. Neil. Oh, insidious mind powers. Shepard, this is McKay, what do you got? <laughs> you are mine. Bow down before me. Is something wrong? Uh, I think you could say that, Rodney. You will fly me to the Stargate. And return me to my people. <laughs> they do tend to have a one-track mind, these Wraith Queens. Yep. Now, this, with Ronan, I've never understood it at all. You mean, how he misses? How he misses. I mean, he's got a bead on her. And she doesn't duck left and right, she just twists around. Well, as she twisted around, she moved her shoulder. He was aiming for the, uh, probably the heart, you know, just below the left Sent shoulder plate. Yeah, but she's one round on her left heels, so basically the inter- that entire side of her body rotated. It did allow a pretty spectacular CGI effect, though. Um, it's just CGI and practical. Yeah. Was it 1,500 gallons of water yep. dumped on two stuntmen and then CGI faces on top? Good use of a force. Don't prod it, Ronan. <laughs> yeah, that's like the patchy thing with the end of the world switch. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is accounted for. Any sign of Dickinson? He's a bit busy at the moment. Call back later. Stand by, McKay. Funny. John, a.k.a. Joe, looks older when he's wet. Hmm. Look, I don't know what just happened, but we are now cut off from the jumper. I will miss now. Wait. What for? Yeah, that ain't going anywhere. Yeah, we lost the jumper. We lost communications with Atlantis. Maybe she can help us get out of this place. Because <laughs> we've got another 15 minutes left. That's what for. More lingering shots. It's just me, or does it look like it's moving in that shot? Welcome back. You think that's gonna stop the recently fully fed Wraith? I trust you're comfortable. Regard the sensation you're feeling and the sedatives we're pumping you full of. Just a precaution. They seem to have taken a lot of medical gear down with them. Oh yeah, Ronan means business. <laughs> yeah, she really knows that means kill, Ronan. Now you're going to tell us everything we want to know. In exchange for... <laughs> or else what? Come on. Yeah, those traps. Not doing much good, are they, really? Let me get the silver whip. Ah! 
that's probably bad. Just get Ronin to sit on their chest and let it get up. Mm, Elizabeth's not very good at this. How did you get aboard this station? I think it's actually pretty clear cut when you think about it. Yep. Are there any more of you? You are all about to die. Really? You care to elaborate on that at all? So, when do you think Atlantis is going to send a rescue jumper? And did they contact Atlantis and actually tell them exactly where they were before they lost communications? We should be able to keep the force fields up until Atlantis sends a rescue jumper. But station communications are still down, so... I should have listened to Taylor. This wouldn't have happened. Don't worry about it, Rodney. It's not your fault. I'm the one who sent those men back to the jumper. Well, the sensors indicated that there was nobody here, so... I don't think there was, sir. I think the Wraith arrived here after we did the initial scans. What? Well, you asked me to do a search with the remote sensors. I found something. We didn't notice it on the way down because it's radiating very little EM. How convenient. Well, you can actually read that. If that went down 10,000 years ago, then the silt would accumulate and half bury it anyway. Wraith cruiser. It's almost completely buried in silt. Which means it's been here a very, very, very long time. Yes, give or take a very. That doesn't explain how she got here. <laughs> how do you think? Maybe she swam over. No, no. Mm. That's like, you know, walking 30 paces, drowning... Coming back to life, walking 30 paces, drowning, coming back to life. <laughs> yeah, that would be Concerned Look 101 out of every single cast member. And there are no other Wraith on board? No way to know for sure. Our prisoner isn't talking, other than you're all about to die. Which may or may not be an empty threat. And you've no way of knowing. You know, she said it with a lot of confidence. Well, how many has she killed already? She's on a roll. We've already been down that road. And what is to stop her asserting control over you again? She's heavily sedated. She's asleep. That is your argument. This time, <laughs> she's so much as bling, we're going to shoot you. I was trying to figure out, what's that in her ear? In her ear lobe? Maybe it's you. Could be. Looks out of place. You. I was caught off guard the first time. That will not happen again. <laughs> Unless it does. Well, we think it does. Your fate is sealed. There's one thing about the queens, you know, they've got a huge ego, but it's, it's pretty justified. Mm. Do not hesitate to use that. I won't. And coming from Ronan, you know that's the truth. Mm. Out of all these people in this room, she's probably the least worried of any of them. Maybe she should be. You may have a point. I see her. Leading the first wave of ships that attacked Atlantis during the war. Oh, Queen of Queens. Queen of a great alliance. Her ship was damaged during the battle. Leading from the front. you got to admire that. Yeah. It crashed into the ocean. She fed upon her own crew to survive. Mom, mom. Yeah, that's the only problem. <laughs> Waking between centuries... Waiting for rescue that never came. The longer you can entertain the Queen, the longer you live. <laughs> it's all boring as she eats you. Of course, we've seen that before, though. A down raid ship where one race survived by cannibalizing everybody else. She sensed me and saw us as her one chance at freedom from her prison. Mm. Talk about stay crazy. 
the water was crushing. Yeah, but she made it. But she was determined. Finally, after all these millennia, a ship. But she did not possess the gene to fly it. Yep, she set you up good, John. Mm-hmm. Sticking in the car for me. Shoot it, quick. Shoot them both. You've got a stun setting. Hit her over the air. I'm not sure Roland knows where the stun setting is. <laughs> oh, and less lethal. Mm-mm. You are all about to die. It does not sound like Taylor. Told you. Stun her first. You are all about to die. Taylor, snap out of it. Wait. Maybe it's just me, but that looks ominous. She has activated the self-destruct device of the Wraith Cruiser. It is set to detonate within two hours. Two hours from now, or two hours from when she came on board? Apparently not. Yeah, this is basically, I'm going to get off this place or I'm going to die. Had enough. That's motivation. It's going to keep me driving forward, isn't it? I don't know. This episode is really going for the uh, intense looks on the faces of the characters. How's Taylor? She's resting. I think I took a lot more out of her than she's willing to admit. That's the news. Okay, well, it looks like the ancients chose this section of the ocean floor because the planet's crust is remarkably thin right below us, allowing them to drill directly into the magma and maximize the geothermal power output. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, that's never a good thing. I imagine it's pretty close to Atlantis as well, or is that just a coincidence? This place works as advertised. No, no, the news is that if they were to detonate, say, the self-destruct of a Wraith cruiser on just such a wafer-thin crust... Oh, my God. All that thermal energy directly beneath us will be released all at once. (laughs) Well, forget that. I imagine if the Wraith cruiser goes up, the shockwave would probably decimate Atlantis anyway, without any warning. Uh Uh-oh. We have no way to warn them? They never even see it coming. We uh, disarm the self-destruct. That's brilliant, but we still need to get there. And how do we do that without the jumper? We're way behind schedule. Uh, they're going to send a rescue jumper any minute now. Even if they've left already. I mean, the moment we were overdue. No, they won't make it in time. How far is the cruiser? <laughs> he has a plan. Yeah. Less than a kilometer. She swam that far. Yeah, this, this is pushing it a bit. A formidable enemy. I have an idea. Wow, must be contagious. I found these in the database when we first got here. They were used primarily to make repairs to the exterior of the station. Very cool. Yeah, you should be able to traverse the distance between here and the cruiser. They've got exosuit. Uh, yes, of course. Wait. This must be how she got in. Probably. Yeah, because Rodney just loves the suits. All right, let's get suited up. Yeah, look these up. Mm-hmm. These were designed by Dr. Phil Newton. As it said in the commentary, he supplied them to the production. If you go online now, you can see further developed. They look seriously futuristic. Exactly how much pressure is being exerted on this suit right now? Just think of it as a walk on the beach. As opposed to looking like Asimov? Well, they do look a bit dodgy, don't they? But nah, they're actually... I mean, they use these suits to film some of the underwater stuff for the deadliest catch. Other movies as well. And of course, because they're designed to be used underwater, they had to uh, rig up a gantry and actually have these run by wires so they don't just collapse on them. I'd rather not have to. I think it could be much too dangerous for her. Oh, that was Kreskin. Kreskin, what's that? Hmm? You said it. What is it? Shepard said we need her to do a Kreskin act again. How do we disarm the self-destruct? You won't survive the blast any more than we will. I can get the information we need. If you were strong enough, you would have done so already. Come on. Yeah, you're not exactly bouncing up and... I 
cheerful and joyful ale. Evil chuckle. We shall see who is stronger. <laughs> Will you please stop doing that with your eyes? Okay, put, put in the white contact lenses that are the size of garbage pail lid. Not too too and I don't believe one bit they managed to get out of them suits without a hell of a lot of help. We're really not in a rush. Why don't we find it first, and then you can be negative. Well, the ship is remarkably preserved. I think after 10,000 years, she want to redecorate. I'm serious. What, because she's a Wraith Queen, she feels the need to redecorate John? Come on. Yeah. Well, this is John's possibly such chauvinistic viewpoint, you women. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's an Air Force colonel. He's not exactly going to be a new man officiating at his gay friend's wedding. Shouldn't there be more people in that room just in case Taylor goes, you know, postal? Hmm. They're very trusting. You don't need more people, you have Roland. Yeah, well, he hasn't proved exactly useful in this episode, has he? He's the equivalent of, uh, since I'm currently listening to Dresden Files, Hendrix. He just stands there and grunts occasionally. And then gets beat up by a girl. Perhaps next time I will. There isn't going to be a next time. Elizabeth, I'm fine. No, you're not. I can see what this is doing to you. Let's just give McCabe a chance. There it is. Hmm. What? Hmm. Pretty sure this is the device, and I'm pretty sure it says we have less than half an hour, so turn it off. <laughs> squilch, squilch. Yeah, they, they commented on that. They like the way. <laughs> it's, not, it's not exactly high-tech. Organic, yes, as it should be, I suppose. Figure it out? Yes, well, command codes are usually quite simple, like the number one or the letter A, like in Wraith, which would be... Um... Can you figure out the code or not? No, not if I stood here and tried for a million years, and we have uh, just under a million years less than that. No time, Rodney. No time. Elizabeth, you there? Any luck? Negative. We don't get a command code in less than 30 minutes. We're dead. <laughs> oh, God. Well, at least I'm blown up yet. This is the only way. I told you, Rodney has another idea. That may or may not succeed. There's only one way to be certain. She said she would kill you next time. I will not let that happen. No. We're going to give them more time. Of course, at this point, we're not privy to what's going on. Really? <laughs> like, this is going to happen? Ronan. There's been an emergency in the control room. Dr. Weir needs your help. What about her? I'll watch the prisoner. Hurry. Watch yourself. See, she's just playing on how the Queen understands her. You know, the weak little girl trying to prove herself. Are you fool enough to try again? I have very little to lose. The little pretense of uh, getting the information, defying Elizabeth, all part of the bond. Yep, got her again. Communion with the Wraith. Be careful, Taylor. She's under mind control. Why is she disconnecting the... The Queen is controlling her like a puppet, like Michael did. In fact, this is pretty much the same scene. Hmm. Yeah, we're going. Hang on a minute. Hmm. John's on the Wraith cruiser. Yeah, if you run really fast. You're trying to hide something from me. <laughs> gloat, gloat, gloat. 
There's been a development. You've been able to disarm the self-destruct device. No, but uh, Rodney thinks if he can tie in an equity generator, he can still get the Wraith Cruiser to fly. After all these years? Yeah, the damage is superficial. Problem was the engines. I think the key here is to tell the Wraith Queen what she wants to hear, not what is reasonable. I mean, 10,000 years in on the bottom of the ocean, it shouldn't be able to fly again. I gotta go now. Wait, let me try again. If I can get her to give up her command code, you won't have to risk it. There's no condition to do that. Sorry. And also there, a little added impetus. Make-a-believe. That's it, just leave Taylor on the floor. We'll clear her up afterwards, don't worry about it. Alright, she has a plan. She's swimming back again. Well, it's definitely beeping faster. Swimmer, I'll give you that. <laughs> That's it. Always compliment the lady. It'll fly. You see, my guess is that she hasn't been around humans at all, except for the Atlanteans. Yep. You shall be rewarded with a quick death. Way, way to go, Rodney. <sighs> Not dying according to plan here. Yeah, I wouldn't trust Rodney to aim well enough in that situation. Yeah, because John was behind it. Barring on full automatic as well. Of course not, I just had to wait for her to disable the device. Hey, just be thankful she didn't feed on you before she entered the command code. Oh, that's why you didn't want to be bait. No, 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 you had to be bait because she was expecting you to be the one trying to fly the ship. <laughs> Rodney thought of that, but John didn't. She's dead, right? Let's get out of here. No offence, guys. I'd shoot some more. In fact, if you've got your knife on her, cut her head off. Can't be too sure about these, Wraith. How are you feeling? Oh, much better now that I no longer feel the constant presence of a Wraith. That was no ordinary Wraith. It took a lot of bullets to take her down. Yes, you want to meddle, John. You killed a Wraith. This is self-congratulating gratulatory time. All round. Well, when there are so many lives at stake, it's easy to summon strength. Well, Zelenka's finally got communications back up. Turns out Atlantis had sent another jumper. Should be here within the hour. Nonsense. They were having a big party because the boss was out. What? No, no, no. We haven't finished what we came here for. Look, Wraith's gone. we got a ton of research to do. Yes, we do. Really? So you figured out why the ancients weren't actually using this power-generating system then? Yep. Is he serious? Yeah, he is. Well... I, for one, intend to spend the next little while resting. Yes, 10,000-year-old bedding. Hmm, lovely. Same here. Better than poking the oil with a sharp rake. Well, yeah, that goes without saying. Plus, you can get all sorts of infections from raids. Or so I hear. It's unusual to see the ending of an Atlantis episode where everybody's going to have a kit. It's been a hard day, after all. And that was Submersion. Overall, an average episode... It's always good to see the Wraith Queen, Andy Frizzle. I think it was wonderfully shot, it looked fantastic. CGI effects were brilliant. But maybe a few too many potholes in the story to make it work. One final thing, I like the comment at the very end. He encourages the shark to try and make it, and it doesn't. And he comments that he never actually makes it. The thing where it's trying to jump over the typewriter. Oh, you mean on the commentary? Oh, right, sorry, I thought you meant what John, they were talking about. Oh, no. Sorry, I should have been more specific. <laughs> yeah. 
Right then, Brenton Spencer. He only directed three episodes of Atlantis. He also directed episodes of Sanctuary, Earth Final Conflict, Andromeda and Portuguese Legacy. Most of the time, he was one of the DPs on the show. Ken Cooperus, the writer, he wrote two episodes of SGA, as well as a teleplay for an episode. Also worked on The Listener, The Stanley Dynamic, and Mr. Young. As mentioned in the podcast, the exosuit that was used was a real item, created by Phil Newton. If you want to have a look at uh, what he's developed so far, you can go to Newtco Research. Lots of pretty pictures and some fantastic futuristic looking suits, which aren't spacesuits really, but they do look like it. The link is in the show notes. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Here are a brief selection of upcoming birthdays for Stargate actors, which include on the 28th of April, Carrie Wurr, who played Nancy Shepard in the Stargate Atlantis episode Outcast. 29th sees the birthday of Bruce Harwood and April Tellick. Bruce played Dr. Osborne in the Stargate SG-1 episode Frozen, and April played the ill-fated Salas in two episodes of SG-1. The 29th is proving popular because it's also the birthday of the Stargate SG-1 producer and writer Michael Greenberg. Last but certainly not least, on May the 2nd, is the birthday of Brad Wright, the co-creator of the Stargate TV franchise, who also wrote and produced for all three live-action series. As always, lots more birthdays, which we'll tweet and post as they occur. So feel free to follow us on Twitter, Facebook or Google+. If you do want to get in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form on our website, which is gatecast.co.uk, or via email, gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Google+, and we are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. And all the links are on our websites, including the specific RSS feed, which carries every episode we have released. That can be manually added to any podcatcher. We are also on Twitter, which is proving to be the most popular method of following us. You can find us at The Gatecast. That's it for now. Let's get back to the show. Let's see. Netweek Dominion. Target SG-1. Penultimate? 19, isn't it? Penultimate, yes. Oh, dear. We may or may not have Brad for that. Getting guests and sorting out of time seems to be a bit problematic at the moment. Mm. We'll see what we can do. On the next Stargate SG-1, Ball kidnaps the Ori Chosen One. There's nothing you can do to make me bend my army to your will. I wouldn't be so sure about that. And the team must fight them both. If she resists, we will take action. Or risk having the galaxy destroyed. It's over, Adria. Adria is no longer available. On the next Stargate SG-1. Okay then, folks, thank you very much for joining us for Submersion. As I said, next week it'll be Dominion. Hope you join us for that. It's getting close to the time that we'll be putting together the the season polls for Season 3 of Atlantis and Season 10 of SG-1, Mm. and then the uh, wrap-up shows. I know it's SGA I'm going for. I'm fairly certain with SG-1 as well. SG-1, it's got to be Claudia Black in those days, Jukes. (laughs) How could you vote for any other episode? Okay then. I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.